Rock and roll, baby. Rock and roll. This is episode three. Episode no one thought three. we were going to be on the air for three weeks. I thought they were going to shut down the internet because of this, man. But, hey, yep. The, that yeah, we're, we're, go for it. We're, yeah. we're chugging along. We're chugging along. Three episodes in. Who knows? This might be our last. You know, they might take us off the air. We're getting so many complaints that we're so brutally honest. We have a few cease and desist letters from all the big four. Ernst & Young, we're looking at you. Price Waterhouse. KPMG and Deloitte. So, but you know what? They haven't taken us off yet. Our legal team is working hard to keep us here. Um, we're not going to back down until we give you the honest truth. Right, Alex? That's absolutely right. I mean, they heard us running and gunning last week. We talked about strippers, whores. We talked about, we teased the internet. And, and guess what? We're wearing <laughs> represent, baby. They well, hate this. They hate this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Don't get Nike on our backs, man. Don't get Nike on our backs. I hear they have beef with Kyrie. They can't can't have more beef. We got them. All right, Alec. Well, I mean, as we always do with these apps, we're going to cover a a bulk. For the bulk of it, we'll cover an accounting topic. Today, we're covering the internship. We were both interns at one point. Uh, It was a ton of fun. You dress business formal and everyone hates you. Uh, before that, I mean, any, any sports shit come up today? I know Leo Messi's with PSG. I, I know nothing about soccer, but I saw that, you know, Messi's on a, a whole new squad. I, I don't know if you had a take on that. I don't really give a shit. I'm sure the, uh, fans, the I mean, the, the fans, the fans love a, a good old Leo, but uh, I've seen him. I mean, he's, he's, that's exactly what he is. A good old Leo. He's 34 years old. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I know soccer, it's a bit different, you know, it's because you're just running so much. It's just, it has to do a lot with athletics. I know Messi, they say, is he's the – what's his nickname? The Little Wizard or whatever it is. So he's more into passing game, and his game will age a little more gracefully. But, you know, um, we'll see. At the end of the day, it looks like it's a super team at PSG. It'll be exciting to watch. I don't know if we could even – the games will be even – available here but that's going on with Messi otherwise um I don't think we talked about Team USA winning the gold was that were you shocked about that I mean I I wasn't necessarily shocked I actually didn't even watch that final game but I know that KD (laughs) had to bail everyone out I mean my my guy Damian Lillard with the uh, tragic 11 points bro yeah what was he like what and he he lose or something he loses superpowers dude like it was bad yeah I don't know he you know he had to travel abroad and just lost it it was that uh that air he couldn't but Drew Holiday was more valuable than freaking Dame Dame Lillard man he was getting more crunch time minutes yeah I don't know I think I think I'm happy if Dame wants to hurt his trade value and we just (laughs) he's staying in Portland man (laughs) he's staying staying I mean, I'm not too worried about that now that – I mean, once the Lakers got Russ, I, I was really scared about Dame to the Lakers. That was the dude, big rumor. Dude, what trade could they have in. managed? What trade could they have managed? They don't have any picks. No. Who are they going to give? Kuzma, Harrell, and like – I mean, like, seriously. Would, would, I, we talked about this, I think, first episode. Did we? About AD, yeah. Dame straight up. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that would have been – 
I, I think I tweeted this, um, but if Kuzma was on the Blazers, like, like I'm not a suicidal guy, but I'm I'm ending it. Like there's that's just the worst thing possible if he's Kuzma. <laughs> Man, that guy is so overhyped. He like, <laughs> dude. I remember a time where people thought he was untradeable. Like they were like, okay, get rid of Brandon Ingram, but you got to keep Kuz. You got to keep yeah. Kuz. He's it was like, yeah. yeah, come on now. He's I, like a year younger than Giannis. It's ridiculous. I know. He's because he came into the league with like a, as like a fourth year or something, and he came as a polished product. And I was like, oh my God, as a rookie, he's putting up these numbers, you know. And then after that, he just literally put up the same numbers, or like he that you know his game got worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think the Lakers doing that rust trade. I think they won it, man. I I don't care how he fits or he doesn't shoot or whatever. They became must-watch TV, and at the end of the day, that's all. That's all it is. You know, beyond championships, you got <laughs> you want to watch the Lakers now yeah. more than any other team because you want to see what Russ does, what LeBron does. I mean, AD he's a, he isn't a must-watch as the other guys, but yeah, we. T- I mean, we talked about that last week too. They're the 2014 All Stars. They're a little past the prime, but I mean that. Still a big threat in the West. I don't really know who else. The Suns. Warriors. It's either the the Warriors. They got a real good team, bro. I mean, you got Steph Curry, Clay, um, Draymond, and then, you know, whatever Wiseman is. I mean, the guy was first round, second pick. It picked him over uh, LaMelo Ball, so they must have some sort of confidence in the kid. Um, I don't know. And then, you know, they got two first-rounders this year. And uh, what's his name? I mean, they're Moses Moody and the other guy, Kachinga or something like that. Hmm. Forgot his name. Oh, but, com- wait, who's the guy? Kaminga? Yeah, the guy. He, they nicknamed him Cumbucket. That, that's like what people are calling him on Twitter. They're like another basketball. Dude, Cumbucket. Summer League. Somebody, somebody, yes, hey. someone sent me, my brother sent me just a Twitter thread. They're like, Warriors Twitter really calling this dude cum bucket, which I mean it's a good nickname because he, he gets buckets and it's. Like, I don't know if they could use it anywhere else though. Yeah, I don't think you can say that in the stadium, but it definitely you know the announcers won't be saying cum bucket. With yeah, that, that lives on Twitter, but it's something. I, I don't know, man. I I think they're fully set up. Honestly, they they have a pretty good chance at landing Dame. That would be the most exci- That would be even more exciting than the Lakers, dude. Imagine you got a front court of Dame as your point, Steph as your two, Clay as your three. Oh my God! And then yeah, yeah. that was like last year's All Star game. That those two guys were the front court, Steph and Dame. He, dude, and then now Clay back and healthy, and then you got Iggy at your four, and then Draymond at your five. That's just fucking. Mm-hmm. Run, run, run! Screen, screen, screen! Everyone's a three-point threat. Um, everyone's having fun. Would, by the way, as a Trailblazers fan, would you be mad if they did that trade? If they did Wiggins, Wiseman, Come Bucket, and Moses Moody, four first-rounders, four four first-rounders, and let's say a future and two future firsts for Dame. You're happy about that trade, right? I'd be happy. I mean, just for cum bucket, like give me the jizz. I think that that's a a good um, you know lineup for us. 
We, I mean, I've been saying this for years. We got to switch it up somehow. I don't want to get rid of Dame. Ideally, you get rid of CJ. If you traded CJ for that, but obviously the, the oh, Warriors don't. The Warriors don't want him. Just because the Warriors. They already have Clay at that. They don't have a fourth grader as their GM. They're not going to make that trade for CJ, bro. There was a long time where. I feel like it was a discussion. I mean, CJ has never been an all-star, but there's been a discussion where we go, oh, who's better out of these two? And, and I'm, Bill Simmons, who, you know, is a, a well-known analyst. Wrote, Versus who? Wrote the book of basketball. Yeah, he, yeah. He, um, he said that for a while he pushed the trade dame narrative for the Blazers. He, he always loved CJ. And, I mean, Bill Simmons is a good guy. He only got – fired once so I think that his advice is I would take it I don't know dude dude damn time man come on the guy's box office oh the past few years definitely CJ has had some slow starts his wine company's not doing well it yeah he's got the podcast he's NBA president NBA players association president the guy's basically everywhere but you know basketball I want a guy who's I mean, I know Dame's also into rap and that crap, but um, yeah. not that his rap's crap. All respect to you, Mr. Dame. Dame All right, dude. I, I think that's that's good on the NBA talk. Did yeah. You, um, last week I derailed the pod with a like a thirty-minute story. Um, <laughs> we won't do that this time. We won't do this, that this time. Did you um? Did you have anything crazy happen this week, though? Before before we get into the intern stuff, you have any anything cool, anything wild? Uh, man, I've been waking up at 5 a.m. You know, these past few days and just sleeping at 9 p.m. Not really. I, I'm getting used to this jet lag life, bro. I haven't really, yeah. I haven't really done anything exciting. No strip clubs for me. Damn, dude. Well, I mean, you got to get used to that jet lag. Get get back in back intact. I had one quick thing happen. So for the, for the millions of fans, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm on social, I'm, I'm doing talk videos or anything. And so, so once in a while, like a really uh, struggling company will hit me up and be like, Hey, you know, we noticed your videos that are kind of mediocre. Do you want to maybe use our product in one of them? And, and we'll start over here, folks. So, so a couple of them have been legit, but, but one happened last week. And uh, I don't know if I should give away the whole thing. I'll just, I'll just say it up front. My, my brother pranked the fucking shit out of me last week. <laughs> Where, so, so I, I, I tell my brother a lot of shit that happens with like the videos and stuff. And so uh, he knew that, you know, some of these brands are like starting to hit me up and it's nothing cool. It's nothing like Nike or Coke. It's, it's all these, you know, failing locations. And so this one, this one dude shoots me a text and it's like, Hey, Alex, this is Ryan from Jim Jet. And, and it was a random number. And so first of all, I'm like, how did this dude get my number? And so I was like, Hey, Ryan, you know, appreciate you reaching out. Just curious. Like, how did you even get my info? And he goes, Oh, you had your messages set up on TikTok to where I can access your phone. Seemed like a decent enough explanation. I was like, I'm not going to question this dude who wants to pay me. Like, fair enough. And so I just go, yeah, man, well, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to promote? And he goes, well, here's a link to our site. And it's these 
it's these blenders that basically a, a shaker bottle for when you lift weights and have protein. And so I go, all right, this is a decent product. And <laughs> I got to see this. I got to see this. Yeah. Check out Jim Jet. If we had a producer, we'd pull it up now. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay. And so he, he texts me all the details. He's like, if you upload this video, if you upload a TikTok promoting this blender bottle, we'll pay you $50 up front and then we'll pay you like 10 bucks for however many thousand views it gets. Whoa. And it was pretty comparable to some of the other offers I've gotten from companies. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Like this, this bottle seems cool. He's like, great, we'll send you one. But first, l- let me hop on a call with you just to like discuss final details. And I'm, I'm at my office. Uh, so this was, uh, I, I need to like backtrack a bit. Um, we were doing this texting last Thursday while I was in the office. Uh, I, I work for an accounting firm, downtown Portland. Um, no big four, no big four. And, um, and so I'm, I'm working and I'm texting this dude during the day. He's like, great. Well, I'll call you after work around 6 PM. And I'm like, all right, sounds good, Ryan. Like looking forward to coordinating this. And, uh, and finally, dude calls at like six people in my office have left by then because it's industry people don't stay late and i just i just answer the phone and i'm like hey this is alex and he's just like what's up you fucking pussy <laughs> and I, like, <laughs> i'm like what the fuck <laughs> and uh i just freak out and it and it was my brother on the phone and i was like <laughs> And I was so confused at first because I had been texting him during the day too. And it turns out my brother, my brother got a work phone from his new job and was texting me from his work phone, coordinating as some fucking dude saying he was Ryan from Jim Jet. And I totally just took the bait and, um, and he just like screamed on the phone and uh, so that was kind of a quick prank. I felt I got bamboozled by Tim, my brother, but I was giving him some <laughs> questions afterwards. I felt like it would have been funnier if he just like did a fake voice and talked to me for like 10 minutes and then said like, like, fuck you or something. I don't know. Just ended it. I feel me. like it would have been funnier to see you po- get the video you do all the legwork with the video and then <laughs> before you post it send it to him for you know his approval and everything like that and then well the the thing is yeah that would have been better but he, he wanted me to he was like we'll send you the product for the video that's how he set it up uh, it's like obviously he doesn't have a product to send but, yeah yeah but you're right that would have been funnier if he was like just talk about it and we'll pay you a grand and i would have been like oh fuck um <laughs> during the work dude, be, we went to the bathroom and recording i totally just took the bait and um yeah so that was the that was the quick thing there brother pranked the shit out of me but it was it was so believable just because i had been telling him about other like very low key TikTok companies that'll hit you up. There, none of them are cool. But and so he just, of course, hits me up with a, a random link to this Jim Jet site, um, and I fucking fell for it. But that was the quick story. Oh shit! 
Well, you're on your way to being a TikTok influencer, bro. And uh, yeah, one of these days you're going to be too big for this pod. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to have to – I don't know we're, what we're going to do at that point, man. We don't know. So don't get too big on us now. Pod's going up. Pod's going up with the vids. We're, folks, like I said, we are fighting for for this right now. We have a big legal team just going up against the entire big four. And you know what? We'd appreciate your support. Um, hey, you know, financially, if you guys want to do that, that's more than you guys are more than welcome to. Um, but right now we need your emotional support more than anything. So, you know, feel free to drop a comment down here or like if you support us and if we should continue this fight for freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those lawyer fees ain't cheap. But let's let's dig yes. right in. let's dig right into this app. This is what the accounting students, this is what the accounting fan group came to listen to. We left y'all <sighs> on the hook last week talking about this. But today, Alec, we are discussing the internship. Not just any uh, the big four internship. Well, Folks, yeah, two weeks ago, we talked about the Summer Leadership Program. So you followed all those steps, then you have successfully landed an internship at a big four. So congratulations on that. Um, It's not an easy feat per se, um, you know, but you made it and now you get to reap the benefits. Alex, when you would have to rank the interns in, I guess, status, and the whole level, I guess, you know, between staff, senior manager, senior manager, partner, where would the interns fall in that hierarchy to you? Because between, in my opinion, they're definitely above staff and senior. That's what I definitely think. In that I, I was going to put them at number two behind partners, just in terms of, yeah. the, in terms of the way that they're treated. Obviously they, they don't get paid as much as I think manager and above, but per hour and per amount of time worked, they make more than a senior or a, an associate. By four. But, but to be honest, I think they make, they're, they're getting paid 40 hours a week and sometimes overtime to really do menial work, if any work at all. Um, you know, most of the time they're there to read things or to get more familiar with the client. Um, in my experience, um, it was pretty much um, an educational experience as opposed to a working experience, the best way I could put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, definitely somewhere below partner, maybe even above partner, just based on the amount of work you're actually putting in and the way they treat you. I mean, folks, they, they invite you to about a happy hour every two weeks, you know, with paid drinks and on a really cool like at a really cool spot like bars that normally would cost $40 cover and then like $10-15 dollars a drink all of that is included you know um, and then to top it off they literally send you to Disneyland all paid and paying you for your time at Disneyland while also giving you free hotel room and free passes to Disneyland which is yeah. pretty sick yeah, a lot uh, of perks. Do you want to maybe go through kind of our experiences, like chronologically, maybe how it how it started for both of us? I know that for myself, finished up my year of school, and then around mid June is when 
we started our internships. It was June 2018. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, normally a lot of folks finish up in August, I mean, in May, um, private schools or whatnot. But I know we went to public school, so we finished in June. Or I don't know, did you finish in May or June? June. Yeah, it was like mid-June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for, for us, I think it was the week right after we finished school, they had to start the internship. And they start the internship at the same time for everyone, whether you, you finish up in May or June. I know a lot of private school folks, they finish in May, and it's May 10 or so, and then they have to wait a month until their internship. Um, and then for us, we, you know, we get basically, when we finish in August, we get a month off later. So it's basically when do you get your month off? You want to, you get your month off up front or your month off afterwards. Um, anyhow, yeah. But so back to the point, we start in June. The first week is training, right? Mm-hmm. Is it, is it two weeks of training? I think it was just a week that we did it. And it's basically just really the upfront basics of the database that you work in. For us, it was a, I don't know how detailed we want to get into discussing like Aura databases or anything, but it's just an overall training of what you are doing as an auditor. If you're choosing to pursue audits or if you're in tax, you'll get specific training on what you do in the tax practice. And for us, what it was is you're doing this training with all the other interns. And for us, it's going to be different for whatever groups that you're in or whatever uh, market that you're in at, for us, both being in LA, we were in ballrooms of what was it? A hundred people grouped together doing these trainings the trainings were brutal, folks. Let's be perfectly honest. You, uh, they just load you with a ton of information for five days, and it's a situation where you will retain none of it. Nothing. Yeah. And don't worry, you're not tested at afterwards. It's, it's honestly, you just have to stay awake. I mean, just, I guess, look awake. I don't know if people could nap with their eyes open, but that's pretty much the extent of it. And you're just hanging out and meeting cool dude, cool people. I mean, that's where you get to meet a lot of your like, you know, friends for the internship and for your future work life. So I've treated as, you know, try to meet some cool people uh, on your table or whatever it is. And don't really <laughs> worry about the education because they can't teach you auditing in like four days or whatever, however much they jam pack it in. And plus, no one expects you to know anything once you start any uh once you start um the actual internship the only thing that i would recommend if anyone is watching this right before they start the internship is get a little familiar with excel learn some shortcuts on excel you'll really impress some impress people if you know a few things on excel just because hey if you know like um you know alt tab which is like one of the biggest shortcuts um that you need to know when you're doing this, which is basically switching screens. Whoa, you got a huge leg up and you'll impress some folks that, hey, you actually know what you're doing. Um, but beyond that, really, there's nothing for you to look, brush up on or learn. It's gonna be 10 weeks of awesomeness, best 10 weeks of your big four career. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, go ahead. And, and another thing to touch on, just, just with the internship in general, especially that first week, it, no one, none of these employees, none of these managers, partners, people teaching you, they don't expect you to know Dick. So it's, yeah. it's one of those things, you're a college student and you have not worked in these databases. You haven't done anything specific to uh, PwC or EY or one of these companies. And so you're uh, like a five-year-old walking in there and that's okay. You, you shouldn't expect to know things. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be a try hard either. And um, oh, yeah. be the Cause, expert because you, you suck. You know what? These accounts, by the way, big time gossipers. I could tell you when I was like, uh, you know, hired and we were evaluating the interns, these seniors and managers, they could, they love to gossip about anything and everything. It's just, it, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but not to say that we're judging you or anything, you know, we're just, they're just gossiping. So, <laughs> um, but anyways, um, in terms of, you know, the clients that you get placed on, I know a lot of people are worried, hey, if I get placed on this big client during my internship, am I going to be on this client if I start full time here um, and so on and so forth? Technically, yeah. So maybe I know a lot of people before, I don't know. I mean, I didn't do it, but I know a lot of people were really into it, contacted like rent, like managers or seniors at PwC before they started the internship and saying, Hey, I want to work on your client, which I mean, how would they know they're like sophomores or whatever sophomores at the time? Like, how do they know they want to work at this client or the other client or that? I mean, it's kind of like crazy. Right. But I know a lot of people who did that and that's how they got placed on whatever client they had during the internship. And then, you know, eventually they ended up working on that client full time when they started working. Um, I know for Pricewaterhouse in Los Angeles, like the coveted client is Disney. For Ernst & Young, that coveted client is Netflix. Um, for KPMG, I don't know, who's their big audit client? Uh, do they have Wendy's? Man? I don't know. They got nothing. <laughs> they have something, but I don't know. I don't recall their big coveted client. Like, And then um, Deloitte. What's the lights in Los Angeles? It's tricky because we didn't work at either of those places. I, yeah, like I, I know what I could tell you, EY and PwC. I just delayed in KPMG. I, I'm not. They're not coming off the top of my head. But, anyways, like just you'll hear that you know each office has their one big client. If you're in Seattle, you'll hear that um, you know Deloitte has Starbucks or something. You're like, oh, I want to be on Starbucks. Um, Doesn't. The biggest clients don't mean the best perks. In my experience, I was on Disney during my internship. I actually had eight different clients during my internship. Um, And the coolest experience I had was probably at one of the smallest clients. First of all, great atmosphere, great team. You know, it was only two two people. So I got a lot more hands-on attention from my senior. And I was learning a lot more than I would when I was at Disney, where it was like 10 people cramped in one conference room and no windows or whatever it was. And yeah, personally, I I enjoyed my time at the much smaller client than Disney. Um, But so that's just my word of advice. Don't get 
attracted by the big names if you have the choice of making a client uh client right yeah and and you mentioned some people being the tryhards the teachers pets reaching out beforehand to get a specific client i actually didn't know anyone who did that that seems pretty oh i did yeah that seems pretty intense but for the, most, for the most part, I mean, it's not really up to you what client you get put on. This is more niche to LA, but I think that a lot of people in that office want entertainment. They want to work on Disney or Netflix or Pornhub, Brazzers, any of the good ones. Yeah, so, those are Canadian. Yeah, those are all pretty fun. Um, but there's other practices in LA. I mean, I got grouped into financial services, which pretty rough. There's There's other industries too um and you don't really get a say especially as an intern i think that alec had a very unique experience having so many clients whereas i just had one financial services client the whole internship and another funny thing that happened is and once again this is specific to the one that we did we can't really speak to other parts of the country or what you know what other people had during their internship but but what I noticed is a lot of people, after you finish that week or two weeks of training, some people were just unbooked for a week or two yeah. weeks before getting put on a client. And during that time, they just tell you, show up to the office, wear your tie and your thong and do the trainings that are required. That's basically their way of saying, we don't have much work going on right now, but look busy. Uh, and you'll get put in that position. I was in that position, I think, for a week before I had to drive to Irvine. Um, Ooh, shit. Oh, yeah, you were Capital Group, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, should we, can we say that? I guess we'll... Like, uh, you know, yeah, we'll we'll bleep it out. Probably not, but yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't hear that. You guys didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, just pl- plug the ears on that last part, please. Uh, and um, yeah, that I mean, that's another thing you deal with a part of the internship, which maybe we'll clip this to people who get put on clients. That is 100% your responsibility to figure out how to get there. It's the same way you'd be expected to get to the main office. If you have a client that is in bumfuck anal, like you have to figure out how to actually get a ride there, which can be difficult. I, I don't know. I mean, I was lucky where I showed up to LA like a bum with no car. I mean, I was basically um, homeless. No, I had a place, but had no whip. And I would carpool with two other interns down to Irvine uh, three times a week. I don't know how often we were down there, but yeah, so I was uh, I was riding with a, a Mexican and an Asian and it was a melting pot of race. Hey, um, actually, I knew a guy who didn't have a car who also came from out of state, and he, his client, he had to take, I think, two to three buses more each each time, he, like each trip, to the like to get to his client. So yeah. that's another thing. If you get into audit, um, you gotta you probably need a car, especially if you're in Los Angeles or one of these like suburban cities. Um, if, if you don't have a car, you don't, and you hate driving, definitely do tax. It's more of an office job. Nowadays, it's mostly remote anyways. Um, but yeah, audit, you probably need a car. And if you're out of state, make sure you email the HR people up front before and say, Hey, 
um, you know, I'm only going to be here for eight weeks, so I'm not going to get a car. So I'd really appreciate it if you could set me up with something near, you know, wherever you live or near the downtown office, which is probably where you're going to get something. So definitely be proactive. Um, not saying email random people and say, hey, I want to be on your client because that's just weird. I, I mean, if you're really into it, definitely do it. You know, if you really have a client in mind, then go ahead or if you have a connection with someone that you met at a coffee chat, sure, do it. Um, but, you know, either way, you're still going to be fine. I mean, I didn't email anyone and I still got placed on, let's say, the Disney or whatever it was. Um, so it's mostly random, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and not to get off too, too much off topic. What were, what were, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. About being proactive. Um, yeah, there was actually an instance. I know we were going to talk about this later. Um, you know what? I'll save it for later. I'll save it for later, but being pro being proactive, it, it, it helps. Um, and we'll, we'll, there's going to be a section where we're going to talk about it and I have a really cool story. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah. another, another thing just with, in terms of client work. So we've, we've covered those first few weeks of training and how it's all kind of BS. You can just use that time to make friends and it, none of the stuff you learn, you'll remember. Um, client work. Yeah. It's kind of out of your hands, what you'll get assigned unless you're, you know, sexting or emailing the, the partner beforehand. Uh, and then in terms of, in terms of just basically the impression you make, the, the only advice I can give to anyone as an intern is just say yes to everything. When you're at the client with your associate or your senior, when they ask you to do something, you're, you're saying yes to any task and just show that you're willing to learn whatever it is. If they ask you for help on an assignment, you say yes. If they ask you to go on a snack run for the team, you say yes. Oh, those say, are the best. You jump for those. Yeah. If they say, you know, let me peg you here, uh, you say, yep. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, by the way, I've heard, of, I've heard of something like that. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Senior and intern. Holy true, shit. True story. True story. Doesn't Not me, but heard it. Engagement team incest. Um, so that's, that's kind of the advice I can give. Just so we covered the client stuff. And then when you're at the client, when you're working on an engagement, they don't expect you to be some rock star, but just. What, what type of work should they expect? So I, I mean, I, I can touch on the specific stuff I did it, but it, you're, hmm. I don't know what detail we want to go into. So just um just on a general term you're not expected to really prepare any work papers not expected to do any critical thinking whatsoever you know the exact opposite of critical thinking actually you're just supposed to do the the grunt work and it's the easy grunt work probably the 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 hardest grunt work you'll get is when they say hey do a tie-up and that's like going to be the most annoying thing ever because they're going to hand you like, let's say a hundred page financial statement. And then they're going to say, tie everything up. And for folks who don't know what tie it up is, which is totally fine because you shouldn't know what a tie out is. I barely know what it is. And you know, I'm a senior. Um, he, he doesn't know. <laughs> um, it's essentially when, you know, you go through 
financial statement. And again, if you don't know what a financial statement is, that's something that a company releases that tells shareholders or people that own their stock how their their company's doing, how much revenue they have, how much money they made, so on and so forth. Anyways, you're basically, when you do a tie, you're basically making sure that A, the numbers add up on the financial statements. So revenue 10 minus expense five equals five income. So I know you're like, oh, that's, doesn't the computer do that? You'd be shocked when you're dealing with decimals and rounding, really it, it messes up more often than not. So that's like a really, really big issue. Uh, and then again, not to get too specific, but that, but that's pretty much like the most tedious work you'll do. The rest is just either copying what they did last year and just changing the dates into 2020 or 2021 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So don't expect any hard work mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. 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 You're so right. It's all the grunt work. It's all just the tedious stuff that I'm sure they'll have a bot for in a year or two. Um, but it's, <laughs> yeah. that's essentially what it is. They're like, Hey, take care of the shit that we don't want to do. Um, and that's totally fine. I mean, the internship, Alec touched on it earlier. That that's the best time to be at one of these big four firms. That's the most fun you will have is when you're an intern, you're treated like royalty, you get jerked and uh, you get paid well and you have fun social events. So we've touched on advice just as far as the work that you're doing, how to set a good impression just by saying yes to things. Um, Yeah. Do do we want to touch on the social aspect a bit? There's like do's and don'ts of what to do at a happy hour. You you can't dry hump a whole lot, but I'm just, just a little bit. Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering what, what direction we want to go in next as far as the uh, – you had that story, too, that you were teasing. Love a good Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to save that for the section of how to lose an offer. Oh, great. Ooh. So, yeah, and, that, and that's coming up, folks, by the way. But, yeah, we'll touch up on the happy hour now, the do's and don'ts. Um, do's, have fun, meet new people talk to partners, talk to, you know, managers, seniors, talk to other interns, you know, you know, don't treat interns like sardines, you know, they're your friends. These are the people that you're going to have the best connections with, you know, mm-hmm. don't just be a kiss ass and say, Hey, how many partners can I meet? Hate those people. Try to meet, you know, try to meet everyone equally, you know? Um, and then don't probably don't get super drunk. And when I say don't get super drunk, probably don't get, trunks you're in front of other partners or managers and senior managers um get mildly drunk you know have a good time loosen up don't get high i guess well i don't know if you know high on you know snow or whatever high on life yeah get on high on life um what what are other don'ts don't don't yeah, well, why, make, uh, I, I just think it, it, it all leads to, you're right. Yeah. You, you have too many drinks. That's going to lead to other things. You start flirting with the recruiter all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden exactly. you're, a, you're a sex offender. It, it just, you know, it, one thing leads to another. And so, yeah, a couple drinks at these things, um, you know, sometimes I haven't even followed my own advice. I'll, I'll tell a, a story in a later episode about, you know, me, pissing on some guy's mouth um <laughs> no that, that's a joke 
Um, but, but yeah, I, I think that's like the number one don't is like, just don't get hammered. Everything else, I think you're fine. Don't say any racial slurs. Like maybe some people enjoy those. I, I find them funny, but you don't want to say, uh, you know, those to the wrong people. Um, as far as dues, I, I thought you brought up a really good point, Alec, just about, you know, obviously you'll socialize with, uh, the people who are already on board at these big four, you'll, you'll want to talk to seniors and managers and maybe partners. Partners are usually pretty boring. They're out of touch, but it's, yeah. it is important to talk to the other interns, get to know people in your class. And I once talked to, uh, this one manager who went to recruiting events as a part of PWC and he would judge recruits on how they treated other recruits because that's really the tell is like how do you treat someone who has nothing to offer you because that's uh that's like the ultimate tell of who you are as a person and uh, you know I treated recruits like shit so (laughs) that's why he got fired (laughs) just kidding (laughs) He, he was not fired voluntarily well um but yeah yeah exactly you know like because honestly like yeah the managers are cool i mean getting to know them but like you know once you leave the firm which you most likely will you're not gonna hang you're not gonna be talking to you know your managers or senior managers it's just a different connection you're gonna be talking to your you know friends that you made uh, to your brothers to your sisters that you made at you know the internship event that's what i do i mean Mm-hmm. there's a few interns that I still talk to to this day and you know none of us are at PWC or whatever but we're just you know close and we like to share work stories or whatever um so yeah I'm not I'm not keeping any touch with any of the partners I'll tell you that. but it's it's good to you know know some obviously but yeah yeah I mean I think that's good as, as far as happy hour stuff and and those happen quite a bit just because they they want to treat you well as the intern they want to show you that it's it's a fun time and here's a little spoiler alert uh that kind of dwindles once you uh kind of <laughs> yeah once you join full time but that's why we say being an intern is the best part of uh being a part of the big four that's the best time period because you're drinking you're not doing much work you're getting sloppy and uh you're having fun yeah yeah once every two weeks you should expect an event it's it's a great time um okay now um i see you know we're closing in on the hour so let's get to the part that everyone wants to hear how do you lose an offer Mm-hmm. And it's such a good question. Right. And, and that's phrased perfectly. It's how do you lose an offer? Because when you join, when you are an intern, the expectation is that you're getting one. I mean, that's 98% yours. Yeah. It's 98, like a 98% guarantee. It is yours to lose. You're going to have to assault someone or delete an entire database. You're going to have to do something horrific to uh lose this thing but alex take it away well i think alex touched on it bad attitude if you have a bad attitude and you keep saying no to your senior or say you know you know giving them arguing with them and saying you know something you know how to do something better which you really don't because you just literally this is your first work assignment (laughs) ever in your life i mean professionally speaking most likely so don't say you know something you know how to do better than someone that's been doing this for like three years four years and another time i heard someone losing their offer was 
they took a two weeks off. They took Fourth of July week off, and then they took the week after Fourth of July week off. So the week of Fourth of July, you're allowed to take off, but the week after Fourth of July, this person just took completely off. I think mm-hmm. she lied that it was like sick time. Okay. And then she was actually posting pictures on her Instagram or whatever that she was like in Canada. I don't know. She was like traveling essentially. I, you yeah. might recall this person. Um, yeah, we don't have that around here, but yeah, yeah we won't. Oh, yeah, but anyways. Um, but because, so basically, PwC said we don't have a problem with you taking time off, but a this was like a planned vacation. It wasn't clearly you weren't sick. Um, our problem was a that you kind of lied about it, and b this internship's only eight weeks long. You know, and you are, and we already have two weeks taken off because of Fourth of July and then now this vacation. And you could have at least given us like a heads up a few months ago. This is where you could be proactive if you're going to take time off by sending us an email and saying, "Hey, I'm not going to be able to work so and so week or so and so day." And they were kind of frustrated that this folk person just didn't do it and told them literally like a few days before um, the fourth, actually like the day before the 4th of July shut down that they weren't going to be working that week. And that really didn't sit well with them. Mm-hmm. And that this person wasn't even invited to Disneyland at the end of the trip. So everyone who gets an offer goes to Disneyland. And this person clearly did not get an offer or was invited to Disneyland. So um, that's one story I have. The other story I have is someone who did get an offer, went to Disneyland, then got very, very drunk. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know the story? Well, so I don't, but let's backtrack real quick. So folks, PwC specifically, I think other big four do something like this too, but um, at the end of uh, at the end of the internship, you get offered a full time offer, and once you get that offer, they say, "Hey, you're going to Disneyland." Like those, you know, gay people at the end of sports uh, when you win a championship. And hey, so, that's Tom Brady, man! Don't disrespect, don't disrespect the yeah, 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 kissing kids. Uh, <laughs> and so they say, yeah, we're going to Disneyland. And so everyone at PwC gets to go and everyone from the country goes to Disney World, we should say. In Disney Orlando. World, Disney World, yes. Yeah, it's in Orlando, Go Magic. And that's where you do the, this three-day event where you do scavenger hunt and you tickle each other and you, you have a good time overall. Um, mm-hmm. But this story Alec is about to tell, which I actually haven't heard, but that is a dangerous time because you are getting sloppy drunk. You're going at night, at least you get to go out on the boardwalk there, which if we had a producer, he'd pull up a photo of the Orlando, uh, you know, Disney world boardwalk. There's a couple bars there and, you know, people have a good time. People might throw parties in their hotel room, wink, wink. And, um, that, that is, that is yours to lose. Uh, they expect you to behave there. So that's the ultimate test. I think, um, but but get back to your story. I didn't mean to derail that. I don't know. But yeah, this was a year before our, us. And apparently, um, you know how these rumors were. But um, I think this one was pretty substantiated. This guy got very, very drunk, um, you know, on the, one of the first nights that they went to Disney World. And there was a pool at the hotel. 
And this was like a really nice hotel. It's like a five-star hotel. I think like per night, it was like 400, 450 bucks a night. It was like the yacht club at Disney World. That's where they make you stay, which is really cool. Anyway, this guy, um, as drunk as he was, he snuck into the pool at around midnight because the pool closes at like 10 p.m. And I think he jumped in like the shallow part, like the very shallow part. And he ended up like breaking a few bones or something in the pool to the point where the partner had to wake up at like midnight or 1 a.m. when he did this and take him to the hospital. Um, And (laughs) essentially, legend has it that he didn't lose his offer right there and then. But after the trip, HR told him that they would not be extending him and all <laughs> so poor guy had to come back from disney disney world with a few broken bones and no offer i mean the guy just w- wanted to have a good time but you know mm-hmm. the partner did not was not a big fan of having to wake up at 1 a.m and taking this kid to the mm-hmm. hospital so don't do something stupid even if you have the offer it's not totally yours they could always take it away from you um, it's on. It's in your contract. It's completely at will. You could you could leave whenever you want, and they could rescind the offer whenever they want. So, I mean, yeah, celebrate, but don't do something stupid like that. Um, it's just, yeah, yeah don't. <laughs> yeah, another. Yeah, and that's a good story. Yeah, obviously, I mean, it's easier said than done not to have around. When you when you when you hit that Orlando humid air, you're gonna want to chug a Heineken and have a good time, but try to uh be safe i don't even know doing that shit anymore with covid who knows i think the world's over but yeah you want (laughs) to you want to be careful there and then another thing is and they'll they'll actually i think teach you this your first week there but uh private all that social media stuff make your insta make your twitter because everyone's saying swear words we're all saying gay jokes black joke everyone's having fun um and sometimes a, cor- <laughs> sometimes a corporation doesn't like that stuff. And so, uh, yeah, just make it private. Um, I actually had a, I'll make this real quick. Just, I don't want to go off the rails, but there was a lady in uh, HR who I was close with at PwC, but she just uh, pressured me into following her. No, I, I didn't uh, uh, jizz, but she pressured me into uh uh letting me follow or letting her follow me on insta and she followed a bunch of us and i didn't i never really i mean i don't post on that main account i don't really post anything weird but i was worried for a sec maybe she's just gonna stalk this and see all the porn i follow i don't know and so it was a it was a tricky sitch but yeah be careful about that try not to ever let uh, it was not. It was uh, uh, it, her name started with an E. Oh my God! Was it this? Yes. Yes. Oh my God! Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miss Wuhan. Um, and so. Oh my God. Dude, you actually? Why would anyone? Oh my God! <laughs> That's the stupid. Yeah. For the folks at home, Alec messaged me who it was. I just told him who it was. I'm not going to say her name on her or his name or they's name. Uh, could be trans. I'm not going to say it on the pod. 
Um, Whoever was uh, the worst person to give the, yeah, yeah. this Instagram because this is a person that would totally, totally stalk it or <laughs> judge it or give insight base. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily for me on that main Insta, I never post anything. And if I do, it's it's nothing ridiculous. So we're in the clear there. But I have friends. I mean, there were coworkers of ours who would post, oh, this weekend – margaritas and uh you know dick or something and uh you worry about them because i mean forget about weekend work day 12 p.m hey what are you guys doing kind of free not working right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyways um yeah is there anything else we I think we touched on everything, you know, how to lose the, how, you know, how to lose an offer, um, what, what clients you should want, right, or clients you'll get, um, being proactive. Yeah, I mean, I think this was a pretty helpful episode in terms of what mm-hmm. to expect for an internship and what to do. Is there yeah, anything else you'd like to add? No, I, I think we went pretty in-depth. We touched the the client work stuff, you, the training you do. Um, I mean, it really is yours to lose folks. It's, it's not difficult to uh, get that offer. You just got to have a pulse and have a good attitude and uh, you'll be on your way to uh, mediocrity with that associate role. Um, Yeah. I think that's, that's all I have to touch on here, Alec. I don't know if we wanted, we're approaching the hour. I know that, uh, the folks listening probably have bedtime or uh, maybe they've got a party to go to. Tie out. They no, these tie are accounts. I don't think anyone's partying, brother. Yeah, no, that's to my accounting people. Um, now I think we, we should t- touch on the big county news of the week. Ooh. And that one will be um, today. Ernst & Young notified all employees of their raise. You know, last week we talked about their bonus. Mm-hmm. which was disappointing this year they told them about their raises that will be effective october 1st and i gotta tell you uh from what i heard they really came through for these people oh the numbers are incredible from you know i'm hearing the minimum folks got were 11 percent was 11 percent oh. so market adjustment wise if you were average you got an 11 percent market adjustment raise and if you were, you know, above average, you were getting 20%. So I heard a lot of people got big raises this year. Um, so Ernst & Young came through in terms of uh, that comp, in terms of raise. Yeah. Well, I mean, the old saying goes, if you've got an issue, just throw money at it. And I think if you have these unhappy employees, people who are upset with the work they're doing, quality of life, mm-hmm. throw them a couple bucks and uh, they'll shut their yaps. <laughs> yeah. You could say that again. Man. If they threw, if they threw us a raise, I think we'd be still, we'd still be there too. Yeah, seriously. A much bigger raise, though, maybe thirty, forty percent. Yeah, some fat stacks. Um, but yeah, you know what? I, we're at our sixty-minute mark. Let's call it. We'll see you guys next week. Hell yeah! All right, appreciate it, boys and girls. We need a nickname for the listeners. It's the Big Four Boys, but. Uh, I don't know what we'll call our listeners. It's like Beyonce has the beehive. Nicki Minaj has the hoodlums or whatever it is. So uh, You know what? I think we need to get more than one listener to 
name them. So once once we get once we get maybe two listeners, yeah, we will start. You can come uh, up working on name. Yeah. name. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, sweet. All right. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening. We'll see you on the flip. All right. Uh, wait. Shit. Let me stop the recording.